Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And now, it's Cho time! Hello and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. This is episode 276 for the week of March 20th, 2019, and spring has finally sprung, at least in the South. So this week on the show, once again, Keith's not able to make it with us. Sorry for the delay. I was sick yesterday. I've been sick the last couple days. Keith wasn't feeling so good today. So I ended up bringing a, a friend who lives in the North. And his name is not John Snow, but it is Brian, and he likes apples. What's going on, Brian? Uh, how are we doing? It's nice to come on this side of the wall once in a while. So, yeah, I'm sure it is. You know, get away from the White Walkers. Yeah, it, it went, winter is still coming. I'm getting another couple inches my way. So, oh no. Yeah. When will it end? Hopefully soon. Soon. I mean, it can't keep going. I hope so. At least. Is two inches enough to get the snowmo- snowblower snowmobile out there, or you need more than that? Uh, get my daughter's little one going, but mine are, won't, won't hold up. But we no. got four; it's just around the bend. So right, that's true. All right, so that's cool. So uh, I know you have a trip coming up in the summer, and you're going to be yep. uh, glamping it, and you're also going to be staying at the uh, yacht club. So I know you're looking yep. forward to that. Yeah, I'm gonna park the RV out in the parking lot of the yacht club that should look nice out there yeah i know i think that i think they charge you like 400 dollars a night to park the rv so that's that's great yeah so that's what seven total with the room it's worth it it's worth it not too bad bad. i mean after staying you know in the campgrounds for so many days you guys get to pollute the the pool area there so that'll be nice yeah yeah the old swimming hole yeah that's one of my favorite things about staying over there is the the pool there it's great yeah i'm a little little nervous with that new dvc coming you know i'm afraid those high-end guys are going to start pushing the way in but uh you'll be fine mm-hmm. by high-end i mean you you got that right yeah, yeah i understood what you meant mm-hmm. yeah i got it all right so i don't think anything else really that is happening i was recently in disney world uh as of last week's show we you know steve and i talked about the uh, the the tour, the Keys to the Kingdom tour, so um, that went over really well. Keith and I want to talk about the Disney After Hours experience, so that'll be coming up on a future episode as well. Um, so with that, I'm going to send it over to Steve for the news. Steve, go ahead and take it away. Hi, Steve from Disney Diary here. This is what's news. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It's finally done. 
This week, the Walt Disney Company officially now owns the 20th Century Fox movie and television studios. The new lineup includes the X-Men, Avatar, and Simpsons franchises. It also includes Blue Sky, the Ice Age Animation Studio, the National Geographic, and FX Cable Networks, most of the streaming service of Hulu, and a fast-growing television service provider in India. Now that it's all complete, what will it mean for the parks? Only time will tell. This place sure has changed since Disney bought the rights to Cosmic Wars. Those commemorative personalized bricks that are spread around the Magic Kingdom and Transportation Ticket Center entrance will soon be removed. Sold in the 1990s, the bricks were part of the Disney's Walk Around the World program, which allowed guests to leave a message etched in a brick and that's laid in the walkway. Disney committed to have the bricks on display until 2011, but now has decided to rip them up as they are going to make some major changes on security and other things taking place there. Since the bricks were not designed to be removed individually, they will not be available to take home. Instead, guests who purchased a brick would be able to buy a souvenir version through August 31st, 2019. Now, a number of new restaurants, attractions, and renovations have been announced this week, so let's take a look at them. Aunt Polly's on Tom Sawyer Island in the Magic Kingdom will remain open for food service through April 28th. Misner's Lounge at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort in Walt Disney World is being expanded. The lounge will undergo renovation and will close starting in April. It'll expand into the nearby Commander's Porters, which will permanently close on April 4th. While the renovation takes place, Misner's Lounge bar service will move to the first floor lobby area next to the Garden View Tea Room, the Grand Floridian Society Orchestra, which plays some great jazz, will move to a new location within the main lobby area during the renovation. Rafiki's Planet Watch, the affection section, and Wildlife Express and Animal Kingdom will fully reopen this summer with new enhancements and it will celebrate everything of the Lion King. The seven-hour Ultimate Backstage Magic Tour will be adding a new experience this June, a backstage look to see what it takes to bring the rivers of light to life at Animal Kingdom. This exclusive daytime visit takes guests behind a, behind a hidden marina where the animal and lotus barges are prepared for the evening performance. Guests will see and learn about the mechanical and technological secrets behind the attraction. In addition, the lunch location for the tour is going to be changed in June. Instead of eating at the Whispering Canyon Cafe at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, it will now be at Tiffin's Restaurant in Animal Kingdom. Another attraction is being added to Epcot. This one will be a film at the Land Pavilion called Awesome Planet. Disney has announced the film will showcase the spectacular beauty, diversity, and dynamic story of our Earth. It will be shown in the former Circle of Life Theater. Finally, a new restaurant will be built next to the upcoming Remy's Ratatouille Adventure in Epcot's France Pavilion. The new creperie will have a menu inspired by the Brittany region of France and offer table service dining as well as a quick service stop for those guests craving crepes. Now you can find out the latest news at DisneyDiary.com and follow me at Disney Diary on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, back to the Tiki Hut. Thanks to you for the news. So this week on the show, with Keith's absence, we received a email from a, a listener out there named Meredith and basically it she was asking about you know taking young kids and her family to Walt Disney World and since Keith does not have uh, kids of his own and I do 
and they're spoiled. I figured I would take Brian, who spoils his kids as well. And we are going to answer the listener's question. So here, I'm going to start it off, says, Hello, uh, Keith and Sean, long-time listener to the show, and just wanted to say thanks for coming back this year. I know this this email is, I think, a month or so ago. Uh, I did respond to her via... Um, via the email too as well so I wanted to stay on top of it and it, but I did want to get around to this to go on the air and I just thought it'd be good to talk about this because there's plenty of people out there that might have some questions like this or can refer this episode to people who are trying to plan a trip so absolutely yep so many people out there love to listen to the show and appreciate what you guys do each week I have a guy <coughs> sorry I have a question for you guys but mostly Sean my husband and I have made many trips to Disney as a married couple, but a few months ago we adopted two children. They are biological brothers. Um, one is eight months old and the other is three. What age do you feel is a good age to bring them to Disney for the first time? Neither speaks English yet as well, so please keep that in mind. Uh, Brian, what's your thoughts on that? Um, each, uh, me and my wife both went, you know, we went down on our honeymoon and a couple times without kids and Soon after we had our first one, my f- cast member friend got married, and he asked me to be in the wedding. And that was, at the time, my oldest would have been eight months old, and that's exactly when we took her down. And I don't, I don't know if I would do a newborn. I've seen that, you know, where they literally, I don't know, weeks old. Some of these kids look like and. But an eight-month-old, my my own experience, I've gone three times with an eight-month-old, so I I don't see anything wrong with that. I, I I loved it; it's a great memory. Yeah, I've done five a five-month-old and a seven-eight-month-old. I forgot how old my daughter was when we took her for the first time, and both times for us were great experiences. But we're we're also the type of people who always took our kids out and about. They're always in the car. You know, always going over to somebody's house. So they're always traveling. So they adjusted well to the travel. As far as like being in Disney goes, they were great. Both my kids, when they were in the stroller, they napped in the stroller. We never once had to go back to the room to take a nap. So that worked out for us. And it's very easy for the most part to take a young kid to Disney. One, you're not paying for them. You got your food with you. There's plenty of places for you to go cool off. You get the kids out of the heat, depending on the time of year. You know, I don't know if I would do dead of summer necessarily, but I think you still can if you're going to plan to like go back to the pool, go back to the hotel a little bit more. But you know, you do do take advantage of the the childcare centers because they do come in handy. It's a great place to cool off, great place to change a diaper, and the bathrooms are plentiful. And they have there's you know spaces that every bathroom has. The even the men's bathroom has the spot there where you can change your kid's diaper. So. In that regard, it's really easy, and you still can do attractions. You can still do a rider swap, so it works. It's it's an easy thing to do if you don't mind spending spending time alone per se on some attractions. Where even as the kids get older, you're still going to have to do that. Is it, it swap out things? But the, you know the kids kids seem to like it because it's a new experience for them, especially. When you live in an area that's not so colorful, depending on the time of year, like Brian, where you are, it's you have two colors. You have uh, brown, which your trees are brown, and then you have the sky, which is a gray. So you get down to Disney, and the, the kids' eyes just open up. Yeah, I, I 
like you said on the whole thing about August, um, that's when I've always July, August, I always can go just with my situation, and it that did make it a little more, a little more difficult with the heat, um, changing it and it, tough, tough, and uh, we we didn't normally use the changing stations. We just kind of snuck her in the the stroller and changed it right then and there, and just made sure no one was watching and. I mean, we never did it on a dining room table or whatever. You know, we didn't yeah, break I out never, the Pinocchio. I never get that. Right. And, you know, Pinocchio's Village House on the buffet. I didn't really throw my kid down <laughs> there. Um, that that was the heat was the one thing. You know, trying to make sure the especially when it, with an eight month old, but even you know all the way up to five, six, seven when they're still not conscious of their own you know their own healthcare to a right. point. Um, keeping them hydrated, keeping them you know snacking and resting and out of the sun and sunscreen and you know when you gotta provide that day-to-day or the minute minute to minute care um that that does make it harder in august and july um we did take breaks you know we used the pool a lot um again a lot a lot of breaks back to the hotel for naps i mean that was just as good for me and mommy as well so right but yeah i I definitely would if you can help it do not go in august and july with that age it'll just just create issues that don't need to be there any other time of year. Right. Next part of the, the, the email here is what is a good family resort open to several different budgets? So I'll start this one off and I'm, I'm going to say without a doubt, art of animation, I think is a great resort to stay at, especially for a first time family, because you do get the, you can get the family suite there and having kids of two different ages you know, it's it's nice to have that extra space in the family suites. And not only to have the extra space in the family suites, it's the pools. The pools there are great. They are themes. The, the whole, the resort is really well themed. So you get to, the, I mean, you have boys. So, you know, it's incredible that they're going to, you're going to probably introduce them to the, the movie Cars and, you know, the Cars world come to life. They're going to love seeing that walking through that. Then you have the uh, the Finding Nemo pool. So I think that is a great option as well. There's just so much to do, so much to see there. I think it's a great family resort. And then if you're going to move yourself up a little bit uh, to the moderate area, I think that uh, I, I'm eventually going to spend more time talking about this, but uh, I think that Caribbean Beach is, uh, is a great option since they've redone the resort. I was amazed how well the rehab was done and the pool area is spectacular the dining is spectacular down there so that's another option and then if you're going up to the deluxe area i'm going to say wilderness lodge without a doubt would be my choice one because you get to take the boat to the magic kingdom you're going to spend more time at the magic kingdom than anywhere else you're just going to put them on the you know put them in the stroller wheel them onto the boat go into the magic kingdom when you go back same thing wheel them onto the boat uh, to the dock and to back to the resort and it's a nice resort it's very you know it's it's very open the pool's great as well it's got a very relaxed feeling so that would be my choices uh, just to quickly go over you know those resorts uh, I, I agree on that moderate one the, out of the uh, each of them Port Orleans and uh, Coronado are great me and my wife loved them but with the kids I just don't think the kid the appeal is there as much as the the what you said, the Caribbean beaches, it, it comes across more of a kid-friendly environment. It it, it, for, more than just like they have those special rooms, even outside of that, it, it 
I think the pool is themed great for the kids. You know, it's more of a playground type pool and area than the other two resorts would right. be. Uh, Art of Animation, obviously, that's that's a go-to. Actually, for kids, any of the value, it, it doesn't matter to any of the All Stars. Art of Animation, they're they're all kid, very very kid friendly because that's obviously what a lot of families go to, and you can fit. We fit five in those in the All Stars just fine. Right. Um, and and as, and then on top of that, with her having an eight month old, um, we always and people can do what they want, but I'm not one to get one of the resorts pack and plays to put my kids in. Okay. So we would just order one. You can get one thirty bucks off Amazon or Walmart or whatever, and get that free sh- whatever shipping. Ship it right down to resort. We get it there and ship it. Show up. It's there waiting for us. We got a brand new pack and play. We don't have to worry about, you know, having to exchange it 20 times to find a clean one or what have you, because you never know what you're going to get. And right. that's just a generalized tip for everybody. And we just, and it's cheaper actually to send a brand new one from wherever you order from than it is to just ship your own down there. If you can't, you know, if you're on a plane and right, obviously sure. might want to take it. So it's actually cheaper just to buy a new pack and play each time, tell you the truth. And we often would just donate it or find somebody or I give it to my friend to, give it to one of his friends something just right. you know pay it forward so that's a good um, point uh what do you think on the on the i'm gonna call them your resorts because obviously i won't stay in them but um for that high-end stuff i i we're gonna try it this trip for the first time to actually stay in a deluxe resort but for kids i i just don't know i couldn't tell you yeah i mean like i said wilderness lodge <laughs> is definitely the way to go the resort you're staying at yacht club would be another good option but if you're tr- if you're trying to stay a little bit more in the budget friendly aspect of the things, Wilderness Lodge would be my choice just because that's uh, that's just below a deluxe priced resort, even though it is a, a deluxe resort. Um, and and, and to throw in, what's that? Oh, uh, to throw in just real quick too, with you're talking about the art of animation, re- the suites, um, the cabins at the Wilderness uh, Fort Wilderness. We stayed in those once and we loved it. Um, the double bussing. That's a pain, but it comes with the territory of being such a large resort. But um, those are beautiful. They just refurbished them. It was it was great time that we had there, and we fit me and my wife, three kids, and my in laws as well. So there are seven of us fit very comfortably in those. So that's an option as well for a nice and that's very relaxed. Uh, it doesn't have the hustle and bustle of a normal resort. So if you want to kind of wind down and have a little more quiet, it's a great option. Yeah, that is a. Like you said, that is a great option. That's more. It's, that's more like you're going to not spend so much time in the park. You want to spend more time relaxing. That is some place that you definitely would go. All right. Next on here, what do you think would be good for kids? What parks do you think would be good for kids in their first time? And what attractions at those parks would you recommend? Go ahead, Brian. Um. I found that obviously the uh, thing that my when I look back at my kids, especially when with her eight month old, but I mean she has some, another. We'll have an older one as well, but um, the I my kids could have just spent the entire day at uh, Disney Junior Live on with that Disney Junior show. She, you know, she recognizing mean, with her kids, it might not be the same, you know, until they become more familiar with it. But obviously, if they grow up with it, they're even at eight months old, they're going to see what's going on and they're going to like it. So in that kind of 
the Disney Junior on stage just transforms to Magic Kingdom for the whole park. You know, the, the character greetings are going to be one of the bigger things for the young ones. Um, so those would be my kind of two go-tos. Hollywood Studios, you know, it's Toy Story. I haven't been there yet, so I, I, I can't forget about that. But definitely Hollywood Studios has that character appeal and obviously Magic Kingdom right there with... Um, Again, the Magic Kingdom with the attractions, uh, very family-friendly. Um, all the, the people-mover-type rides, the slow rides, uh, those types of things that, you know, you can... You know, we found the best way to do it, too. It's one of my own advice things is, what are those packs, front pack thingies? We just call it the front packs, but um, Baby Bjorn, something like that. Right, that yeah, yeah, Baby Bjorn's, yeah, the... <clears throat> yeah, right. My... Each my kids, when they're eight months old, absolutely love to be strapped into the baby yep. Bjorn with either me or my wife and just ride anything they could. They were moving the lights, the smells, the sounds, you know, even Spaceship Earth, Earth, that sound, I mean, that smell, you know, she cried, but still she had a reaction to it. So it, it it's out there. I don't know what you think on that. Um, I mean, of course, you're going to have the Magic Kingdom because you have that's going to be the, the part that's going to have the most options for you. You're going to be able to do pretty much everything in Fantasyland except for the mine train. You know, you're going to be able to do Pirates. You're going to be able to do Haunted Mansion. You're going to be able to go do TTA, which is a great attraction. I think kids of all ages enjoy that because there's so much to see. And it's just very relaxing. And it's just like being in the car. So they'll be very relaxed riding on that attraction. Uh, also in there, you know, you have the train. You have the Jungle Cruise. So there's a lot to do there. There's a lot to see, and, and you have characters as well, as well there. Uh, leaving there, it kind of gets a little bit harder. Animal Kingdom probably could work for for the young kids just because you can see the safari and spend a lot of time looking at animals. As far as like other attractions go, that's where you're going to be kind of limited to. Uh, you could do the Navi River uh, boat ride. You'll be able to do Triceratops Spin. You can do uh, the Tree of Life, uh, the, the Bug's Life thing there. And that's where kind of it's going to kind of end for the most part. But it's a park where you can spend time walking through and experiencing. Then you have you also have the, the, the play yard, the bone yard as well that the kids can go explore. And that, that would be good too. But I think if the, not knowing if they like animals, if they're if they're like animals and have an interest, then I would definitely say Animal Kingdom. Uh, I think for the most part, you could probably skip Epcot unless you want to do Epcot and you yourself want to experience the countries. Otherwise, then Studio, because Studio, you're going to have some shows you can do. You can have uh, you get to see Frozen, Beauty and the Beast. You'll have some of the Toy Story attractions you'll be able to do. Um, but I mean, you're still kind of limited of what you could do. So really I would focus my time on magic kingdom. Yeah. We often would split Epcot and Hollywood studios and split the day between them. Just right. having daughters, having daughters had to do the frozen ride. But besides that, there was really nothing there for the young ones to really enjoy to, and the only, my only drawback would have been with the animal kingdom is the walking. I mean, you definitely want a good stroller. Um, don't rely on Disney having one available. Obviously, you can use Kingdom strollers. Great choice. Yep. And, you know, shameless plug there. Um, but, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely have a great good stroller. Um, one of our trips, we got a bad stroller. We brought it down with us. 
it was fine for the first couple days but you know 10 straight days with it just took its wear and tear and one day we were going to the animal kingdom and we debated whether it was worth having that stroller or just trucking it and we ended up trucking it and it was our Either way, it would have been a horrible day because the stroller wouldn't have worked if we would have been walking. And that is a hot park, and it's it a is. large park, and a lot and a lot of walking. Yeah, lot. the beauty so, the beauty of having Kingdom strollers. I've used them a couple times. I've never had. I've had. We've had clients where we've had a we've had issues, but they get a replacement out to you as quick as they can. So if you would have had problems at Animal Kingdom, they would have got one to you more than likely back at your resort. But you can get a replacement using them. In fact. They turned us on. Granted, I haven't actually used them, but I see them all the time in the parks. Yep. And that day we were having the day we were having our stroller fit, um, we actually saw somebody with a stroller, and we're like, "Wow, that that stroller rolls on the ground. It does everything. You know, it's it's the kit and caboodle of strollers. Yep. It rolls Royce." We actually talked to him, and it had a Kingdom stroller tag on it, and we they kind of let us look at it, and we're like, "All right, this is the stroller for our future." And we bought it that next day. We ordered one and. You know, that's, I can't stress enough with kids, with the size of these parks, you need to have a good stroller. Yep, without you, a doubt. Do, do your research, whatever you got to do, have a good stroller. Lots of shade, you know, don't cheap out. That's not one area where you want to cheap out. That can make or break your day. Exactly. Don't forget the Disney ones are hard plastic and they don't uh, recline. Oh, yeah, they're little hot boxes. Yep. So... Next question. Sit-down restaurants, are they a good thing or bad thing? Same thing with character meals. What is the best option for young kids? I I would think, you know, I mean, that's a hard thing to say. Are sit-down restaurants good? For you guys, considering that you've just adopted them and they're not really necessarily familiar with going out to restaurants, maybe you might have some problems. So I would stick with the character meals, I think, because... Unless you're going to some place like Germany, you know, I don't know if I would focus on Ohana. It might be harder for you to enjoy the meal, but I think doing a character meal with, uh, you know, at Chef Mickey's or at, uh, you know, Cape uh, May, Cape May, or at uh, Garden Grill. Garden Grill, yeah. Oh, I think any or or even I think probably if you do a Mickey one and I think do a Winnie the Pooh at Crystal Palace, I think those probably the the probably the two you focus the most on because I think it, that's going to be a little bit easier. You're not going to feel so bad if the kids scream or yell as opposed to sitting in. Um, I mean, I could say Ohana, but there's so many other sit down restaurants. You know, you're sitting. You know, if you went to re- restaurant Marrakesh in Epcot and your kids started to scream, you might feel a little embarrassed but when you're at one of the character breakfasts it's not going to be so bad yeah because no one knows what they're actually screaming over those ones so right mickey mouse just walked by ah, so um <laughs> yeah, i agree with the character meals we we used to be a disney dining plan family i don't know if that is a question she would have had coming up or not but i no. i'll tie it in here anyways um once my kids started, actually, I actually had to start paying for their dining plan. It no longer became a value because they don't eat enough. Right. Um, my wife doesn't even eat enough. I always ate enough to feel that it was worth it. But um, now, definitely don't do not do a Disney dining plan. You it, And with kids to have to have a reservation every single day, very, very difficult. It, yes. it, wasn't, it wasn't enjoyable. It made it more of a chore to get to these places on time. 
you know, to schedule it in your day instead of having more of the liberty to kind of come and go. So keep that in mind as well. But like you said, when it comes to the restaurants, definitely character meals. Um, I actually, uh, one step further than that, character meal breakfasts because every kid is hungry in the morning. Yep. I found out throughout the rest of the day, they're all hungry at a hundred different times. They all want a different snack at different times and different things. So we normally, when it comes to sit-down meals, character meals, we, we stick to breakfast. And that would include Ohana then. It would be a way to right. get, you know, experience that resort then. So you can throw Ohana in that as well. So that, that'd be my go-to. In fact, this trip coming up, doing nothing but breakfast, like two or three of them out of our 10 days. Then that's plenty. Yeah, it is. We'll it's good. get our fill. And again, with the, the characters, you're going to have great, great memories with your eight-month-old you know, grabbing Mickey Mouse's nose or Pluto's ear or that that stuff that a infant does that is so random and so, you know, adorable, I guess. So you're going to enjoy that as well coming out of the character meals. You're going to get great photos and great memories. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, those that's, you know, that's the thing to focus on. It's, it's the little moments like that that are going to make a huge difference. It's it's worth the money to me for the characters. You mean, the, if the food's the food. But that, that it's you're not waiting in line, you're not waiting in the heat, you're enjoying a nice meal, and and you're getting something out of the way just to a point. Right. All right. So last question we have here is: Have you ever used Rider Swap with your significant other? Did it feel weird riding something by yourself? Brian, go ahead. You can answer this one first. Um, I actually probably overuse Rider Swap. Um, I don't really want to get on the naughty list, but I probably have actually. I hate to say it, abused rider swap. Um, it's it's you got to know how to use it. Obviously, it's it's something to plan, something to figure out, and make sure you know what you're doing. But it's so worth it, and I, I'm glad they do it. It. I don't think there's a single ride. I mean, my kids are all starting to get of age where we can do stuff. All five of us now, but since the first one was born, maybe every single attraction that has a height limit. We used it. So, every, I mean, every single one, even if it's a fast pass, even we both had fast passes, there's ways to use that as well because you can go on the fast pass, you know, me and my daughter, make sure you keep this in mind as well because then I can get off and my wife can take my daughter on even though she doesn't need a fast pass. So make right. sure you let them know when you're going through there, not just to ride or swap, but with the fast pass as well to let them know you want to ride or swap within that fast pass so right. you can bring your kid on twice then. Because that's, that's also the best part about it, too, is that your kid's going to get to enjoy the same thing twice as well if they're of the right age. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. I've done it as well. I've done it by myself. Uh, is it weird going on by yourself? For some of the attractions, it can be, especially when the line... I mean, sometimes this is the fast pass line can get 20, 30 minutes long, depending on the time of year, sometimes even longer. And it can get a little bit weird. It's just, you know, because you want to experience... You want to experience that attraction with somebody else, and you know, it's it's kind of weird going on the just say rock and roller coaster by yourself, and then coming off, and you know somebody on the thing was like crying and, and screaming for their mom, and you get off and you don't have that experience to tell somebody, so you're going to tell your wife or whoever, and be like, oh yeah, there was a person on there, you know, who was screaming really loud, and it kind of takes away from the moment when they're not experiences it as well. Um, it can be a little bit weird, but it is also fun as well because you ha do have those moments by yourself to enjoy it. And I, I don't know about you, but 
Disney's a great place to meet people. It um, is. I've actually met people that I still connect to, either through my YouTube channel or through Twitter or what have you, still to today, from 10 years ago, that I'll still every so often just send a hi to because we met in a line. And it's you won't, you'll actually run into other single people. You'll see them and you'll talk and right. discuss and like, what did you do? And it's a great way to meet people. Uh, a lot of a lot of people in there are leaving somebody behind in a lot of these rides. Right. So they under, they understand as well. Even if it's a group of three, they might be leaving their mother or their sister or somebody behind, and and they'll talk. People love talking. I mean, yep. it's it's a great place to find out about other people and and where they're from, and it's 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 a great great opportunity. So as much as it's a drawback to go by yourself and you know have all these pictures of yourself on Splash Mountain with your arms crossed, looking angry, it's great opportunities and you just take advantage of the situation because you're at disney so you have one common thing already to talk to people about so i think that's a great way to kind of look at the positives of it yeah i think you're right that's, that's something i didn't even think about and you brought up a great point and that's something i should try to do if i go down by myself again <laughs> so brian i want to thank you for coming on the show this week um i want to thank meredith for sending in that email Brian, why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on socials? Um, YouTube and Twitter. YouTube, I run a little channel. I need to do better with it. About my farm, growing apples, day-to-day, what I do. People find it interesting, amazingly enough. Um, and then on uh, Twitter as well, Appleman365, YouTube and Twitter. You'll find me under most of Sean or Enchanted Tiki Talks or Keith's conversations. Um, and please say hi. I... I just like I'm in the line at by myself at Disney, I'm a lot of times I'm by myself on the farm, and I love having conversations with people. So make sure you say hi. Hello. <laughs> I already, right. I already know you. Oh, okay. You don't count. No, sorry. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. But first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller crib rentals at kingdomstrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at mousepros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. Don't forget to check the store at redbubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook at Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline at 256-4MY-TIKI. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time and rate us on iTunes. You can find me, One Minute Disney Dream, on Twitter. That's 1MIN, Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find Keith at uh, Dole Whip Me Daily. Um, no, it's just Dole Whip Daily. I don't do Dole Whip Me Daily. I don't want that one for you. And um, yeah. you can also find uh, Steve at Disney Diary at, on Facebook and Disney Diary on Twitter. Uh, that's it for this week. I want to thank everybody for joining us. Alan, take it away. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Let us plan your perfect Disney vacation. And by KingdomStrollers.com for all your premium stroller and crib rental needs. For all of us here, I'm David Benter. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.